0: Are you going to go shove an egg in your vagina? You know it.
1: I'm going to go, I'm going to go, go grocery shopping and then go to sleep with it in. And I'm going to also carry my barbells around at half mast.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Meet Me in the Middle. This is a podcast where we like to bring um, the sort of of out-of-whack wellness industry to some middle ground because we firmly believe that there are some amazing things that exist within the wellness world, but they have been hijacked by not so amazing things, particularly over the last two years. So we strive to find the middle ground um, within the problematic wellness world. And today it's just me, Jenny Omani. I am a registered nurse and a business owner. And
1: me, Annika Buckle. I am currently in the middle of an existential crisis.
0: <laughs> and normally we'd have our friend Lee, who's doing her master's in counseling psychology, but she has caught the bug de jour mm. and is on her birthday. She got a positive COVID test. She's fine. She's vaccinated and boosted and all the things. So she just is really nasally and said that her voice sounds like poop um, and doesn't, doesn't feel like being recorded, which is super fair. So we will spare. I believe she said that, like she described the the way her sounds are coming out and she's like, I can't remember the exact description, but like
1: my, my B, my, M, my M sound like bees. So my name becomes bomb instead of mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob. So Bob's not with us
0: today. No, Bob. Um, okay. So. This is going to be fun. We're going to talk about goop.
1: Uh, I always think, I always like fine line between like, which which goop are we talking about? Because having children, it's like, is it like, do you mean slime
0: or like? (laughs) Like literal goop or like, like the concept of goop? What are we, is it, is it in the carpet? Like, what are we talking about? No, we're talking about like Gwyneth Paltrow goop. Do you, so I'm going to ask you questions and I would really appreciate, um, like honest answers, because I think it's awesome to show people that we really don't have to know about everything. So do you, there's a
1: lot, I don't know. So I'm excited to be. Oh, perfect. Okay.
0: (laughs) Me too. I learned and I wish I hadn't learned some of the things I learned, (laughs) but here we are. Okay. Uh, What do you know about goop? Like what, if I I say goop Gwyneth Paltrow, like what comes to mind? Well, okay. So immediately I
1: think two, the two things that I know about Gwyneth Paltrow, um, which are not really connected to goop other than we'll get to that in a minute. But the the most pressing things that step out to me about Gwyneth Paltrow immediately are one um, when her and Chris Martin had their conscious uncoupling, which a lot of people laughed at, but I honestly, I I strive if I would ever have a divorce, I would strive for it to be that well thought out.
0: I totally agree with you. Yeah. I actually a hundred percent agree. And I appreciate that they took that because think about their kids Right. Not, they weren't caught in a divorce. They were no. literally caught in two people who seemingly just realized they weren't meant to be married.
1: Which, and I think it's I awesome. Mean, go, like, is is that not the goal? If you have kids
0: yeah. and you're splitting up, anyways. Yeah. I, I totally would agree with you. No, I'm here <laughs> for this tangent. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Okay. What else do you think? of? And then the second tangent is we have um, been
1: walking through the Marvel catalog. <laughs> of movies. And so she is in Iron Man. So I've been watching a lot of uh, her as Pepper Potts over -hmm. the last two weeks. And that's pretty much everything that comes to mind when you say goop is just Gwyneth Paltrow, Marvel
0: superheroes, and um, really smart divorcing. (laughs) I know. Right. Okay. So nothing about the goop empire. Cause it's truly an empire. Like, well, you genuinely don't really think about it. Hey, you it's just not, think it's not Paltrow. the first
1: thing that comes to mind. And then when okay. it's like, okay, let's dig a little deeper. It's like the first things that come to mind are like vagina eggs. Um, yes, yes. there was like some sort of sunscreen fiasco yes. and like a real mixed bag of like, um, helpful things that have some value mm-hmm. and like really problematic.
0: Um, it's real, it feels real indicative of the general wellness world right now. Totally. Totally. Um, okay. So we're going to start with a pop quiz. You ready? Yeah. Which of these items or practices products has goop not promoted? Oh, okay. Okay. Not promoted. Okay. Okay. So number one, you've already mentioned. So vaginal eggs, um, which were, uh, the selling feature was they were to balance hormones and regulate menstrual cycles. Um, the second one is vaginal steaming, um, which is a procedure to clean uh, the uterus um, the third is wellness stickers which uh, balance the rebalance body energy and the fourth is coffee enemas to clear toxins from your colon. Which did Goop not promote? Vaginal eggs, vaginal steaming, wellness stickers, or coffee enemas?
1: I feel like it has to be wellness stickers because the rest of them all feel like very much things I've read blogs on over the years.
0: It's a trick question because it's all of (laughs) them. Sneaky. You know what? I should have just gone with my gut. I should have. You're like, all of those sound extremely- Every single one of
1: those very much sound possible.
0: (laughs) And they are. Dang. Okay. So we're going to talk about all of those, um, all of those, but first I think uh, it's really important to have context. And in order for context, we do need to look a little bit into Gwyneth Paltrow and like where she comes from, because this is her company. So I didn't do a crazy deep dive. I feel like when you do a full deep dive, like that warrants like its own episode to look into That would be a whole episode. Yeah. So we're just doing this purely to be like, okay, can we have a little bit of insight into uh who into Gwyneth Paltrow to better mm-hmm. understand where Goop came from okay so she's born in 1972 to an incredibly wealthy family her dad's a producer director in Hollywood her godfather any guesses
1: oh my gosh I literally couldn't even it's tricky. I mean-
0: you wouldn't be able to Steven Spielberg so if you're I feel team- like already
1: <laughs> I know so much more than I did five minutes ago so
0: once you know that she's like like hollywood royalty she's hollywood royalty Mm -hmm. um she's gone in really tight uber elite circles like that just gives you a lot of context into um her upbringing i don't want to say that she never had any difficulties or anything like that because she very well could have had some horrible experiences growing up but just from like a systemic access. privilege a hundred percent yeah yes big time okay so she's well, like wealthy, growing up well
1: connected white lady
0: totally growing up with steven yeah. spielberg in her inner circle okay
1: well, now, as you do
0: as well maybe maybe you do annika buckle but i grew up in vancouver <laughs> i grew up in lillouette and i'll let me tell mom you where. where is a
1: teacher let me tell <laughs> so, you where steven spielberg is not and that's I know. lillouette in 1994
0: That is highly true. Okay. But speaking (laughs) of the nineties, uh, let's give Gwyneth Paltrow some credit here. I did not know this. She was actually one of the major sources for the New York Times article that brought about the Me Too movement. Did you know that? I did did not not know that, but good for her. So interestingly enough, and this is a completely separate episode, but Harvey Weinstein, um, (gasps) made advances, advances on her in 1996 when she was filming the movie, Emma, At that time, she was engaged to Brad Pitt. So 1996 is Brad Pitt's like peak, he's like literally peak Brad Pitt, high, high profile guy, very powerful. Brad Pitt um, actually confronts uh, Weinstein about it.
1: Oh, I love the image in my head of this right now.
0: And- Weinstein is such a colossal piece of shit that he goes back to Gwyneth Paltrow and is like, don't tell anybody else about this. Ugh. So that just gives I can't you a say glimpse. I'm no, but, but that gives you a gross. glimpse into how bad right. he was as a human that Brad Pitt, who's arguably one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, which kind of means America slash Western world yep. has a lot of pull. Um, and that guy didn't. Give two shits. And even after all that, it took Gwyneth Paltrow to 2017 is when that New York Times um, expose came out.
1: Well, and I mean, she does not owe anybody having that conversation with anybody, but I think it's so beautiful to see what has come on a larger scale out of so much horrifying backstory.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing. And I'm, this is me projecting here, but chances are if she um, had this experience and actually spoke about it to her fiance at the time, that gives me a sense that she's a, she's a more confident person. Cause a lot mm-hmm. of people, like she felt, she knew it was wrong enough, despite the position mm-hmm. um, of the individual involved that it, she needed to t- tell somebody. So I do well, really want to highlight how, how huge that is. Cause so many people who are receiving end of Um, you know, unwanted sexual advances and abuse, never say anything to anybody or it's decades before they say anything to anybody. So that deserves like a huge amount of credit.
1: She, if she's like, if she's, you said engaged to Brad Pitt at that point. Yeah. I mean, that allows her again, a certain level of privilege and power that. Correct. You know, uh, I think- gives credence when time rolls around because unfortunately that's still how the world works but when Mm -hmm. you get really powerful voices behind something like that I think it really shows that's that's where a movement like me too can really get wheels and and
0: run Mm -hmm. so I I really do because honestly and I think this really highlights our importance with finding middle ground like I really want to give huge props a lot of the stuff that Gwyneth Paltrow has done or linked herself with is is quite problematic but I do want to not erase Yes. The fact that she actually was a huge contributor to the start of the Me Too movement. So um, she also has two kids uh, with Chris Martin prior to the conscious uncoupling. And I think it's really and I suspect it's really important to note that she um, evidently had postpartum depression after her son was born in 2006. Hmm. Why I think this is important is I see a lot of people getting After having postpartum depression, postpartum anxiety, 2006, I feel like, so my daughter was born in 2013, my first, and I feel like then people were talking about postpartum depression. I would guess 2006, it was just sort of starting to become something people talked about. I don't think well, it was a real mainstream conversation.
1: I mean, even my, my, I had my daughter in two, th- 2014 and even then mm-hmm. the conversation was postpartum depression, but never postpartum anxiety, which mm-hmm. in hindsight, I realize is what I had, but mm-hmm. there was never that conversation. It was like, Oh, you like, you can get out of bed. Like sure. I can get out of bed. I haven't slept in three days. Of course I can get out of bed. I can't get right. to bed, but yeah, I can only imagine what that would have looked like in 2006.
0: And I think what's important to know is that people that are experiencing anything mental health related are very vulnerable and they're also looking for ways to not be stigmatized, which Mm -hmm. means you spend a lot of time looking for other options for solutions rather than just going and getting help. Um, well
1: and I mean obviously not in her case but there is so often barriers to getting barriers. that help anyway right I mean that's oh, yes, great yeah, right, yeah. if yeah. you're like again like a privileged you know wealthy well connected white With lady in access. America mm-hmm. right and I mean so let's again just kind of ex- extrapolate out if that's hard here like let's just remember how hard it is for everyone else totally
0: too. but I do think that her having postpartum depression is probably a big thing that jump goop mm-hmm. from my own personal experience. Now i I've not had postpartum depression. I think I had a bit of postpartum anxiety at one point, but not depression. Um, but when you're with a group of new moms and everybody feels really vulnerable, and I feel like if you're a super famous person, like you're even more so going to be looking for solutions in a way that, um, don't bring attention to you yeah. because there's just anything you do, someone's going to talk about. You're gonna be right? on us, you're gonna be on the
1: cover of us weekly <laughs> leaving your therapist totally. or picking and, up your prescription or
0: and this group, New Moms, is a prime like praying grounds for a lot of wellness bullshit. Yeah. Right. So this yeah, is where a I lot mean, of this stuff this comes the from. The other thing,
1: right? Is we want to do better. We want to do good by our babies.
0: Totally. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So then she goes to start goop, which she describes very like. So, what sorry, she has her kids. Her 2006 young, youngest is 2006. Yeah, youngest is, is 2006. So, in 2008.
1: Okay, great.
0: and it starts, she describes in her kitchen and it's a weekly newsletter. So, this sounds very like kitschy. She's a multimillionaire. Her kitchen doesn't <laughs> look like your kitchen, it doesn't look like my kitchen. <laughs> but I, I do love how she sort of like because she doesn't it's know any different. But she also doesn't know any different. Like right. she grew up in a giant house. Like she it's did start really- in my kitchen I started started not this not cute in the- newsletter in my kitchen. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and the reason it's called goop is because somebody told her, and I love this because I have now named two companies. Um, well, and contribute to naming a podcast. And like it's really hard. It's not and my so, forte
1: at all. And actually, really I wondered hard. for a long time about where Coop Goop came from. So I'm okay. really excited to learn. So
0: it's like kind of it's cute. So somebody told her sometime that most successful companies have double O's in them. I can literally think of two because Zoom is here is right <laughs> in front of me. And Google. I actually can't think of any other successful companies that have double O's, but somebody tell <laughs> me when it's <laughs> I don't know. Oh like gosh, Apple, so oh no, like, <laughs>
1: right, right.
0: Somebody tells Gwyneth double O companies are successful and her initials are GP. So she's like, sweet, G double O P, goop. And I actually love that. Wow.
1: I love that. I, I really <laughs> overthink <laughs> things. That's like real proof that I overthink everything because, yeah,
0: it's that simple. Yeah. I, but I love it. Okay. So I'm going to add to the chat a little. for you here um so this is if you go to the goop um website and you go to their about me this is what you're gonna see do you want me to read it yeah
1: we take a curious open-minded and service-centric approach to the work we do we ask questions about all of it we believe that people can take what serves them and leave what doesn't we recommend what we love and we think is worthy of your time and wallet
0: what do you think about that statement
1: I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Who doesn't want to be open-minded? Who doesn't want to be able to ask questions? Um, Mm -hmm. it's very corporate whitewashed, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. and it's
0: not, there's no way it's true. (laughs) So do you know what I pulled in? This is just, this is like, For reference, I'm an ICU nurse and people saying things like we're just asking questions has been the last (laughs) fucking lifetime. Like, so it hasn't been the last two years of my ICU life because I was on maternity leave for the first year of COVID. But like, so for the last year, the amount of times that people are like, I'm just asking questions. I could literally punch a wall with my head (laughs) by tapping it. So like from hitting my head against the wall. What I find so problematic, this is this really this narrative is so pervasive in the alt right anti group. Mm. I'm just asking questions, you taking what you like and leaving the rest. That is the ultimate way of excusing someone that you Bad follow. Behavior. Exactly. So, the <laughs> amount of times someone will send me something from like Joe Dispenza and be like, oh, I really like this guy, I'm like, you know, I gotta be honest with you, he has fraudulent credentials. And he said a lot of things that are actually completely untrue. And they're like, well, you know, I just take what I like and I leave the rest. I'm like, but you're taking what you like from someone who is like completely fraudulent in how they've represented themselves. And it's just such a way of being like, well, I'm not going to of like just excusing the fact that you haven't really done due diligence in where you've got your information. And Uh instead of just saying like, oh shit, I didn't know that. It's like, well, I just, it's like this way of just like.
1: Well, and I also, I think that kind of wraps up in a very capitalist way with, well, like we recommend what we love, which is for me, like my bullshit detector goes off. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. You, re- yeah. you recommend what a company pays you to recommend. Cause that's how 100%. capitalism
0: works. percent.
1: I mean, again, it's that like, I just love this. So I wanted to share again. It's like, yeah. you want the feeling of. Like you're just like getting a note from your neighbor or like your bestie Mm -hmm. just wrote you a text about something that they discovered. That's like the feeling I feel like they're going for Mm -hmm. with this when the reality is not going to be that.
0: And tangentially, and I am not saying that Goop is an alt-right company because actually Gwyneth Paltrow had a meeting with um, Fauci. And she was part of a group that was um, working on conveying accurate information to the public at the beginning of the pandemic. So I do think like, if I do want to say that if you look at all of the content Goop has, the problematic stuff is pre-pandemic. Interesting. Okay. Now I did not listen to the entire podcast. Honestly, the subject matter just really didn't interest me. and I didn't think it was relevant to bring up. Well, and again, it's
1: like if you're really gonna do that big of a deep dive, this is gonna be just a whole series about us talking to group, which is not
0: totally. And her (laughs) problematic conversations, when I look at her podcast and look at the guests, yeah, the problematic people, Zach Bush, Joe Dispenza are Mm pre-2020.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: It's and a lot of people were talking to Zach Bush before. Because they're like, oh, he has interesting things to say about the microbiome, and then he also says a lot of interesting things to say about vaccines and science that are completely not true.
1: Right. So, so again, I do want to like point
0: that out. Everybody is so. I mean, I used to follow Joe Dispenza.
1: I have like done some meditations from him that I just absolutely love. But again, this is that piece of like mm-hmm. when we don't do our due diligence, it's like yeah. I just took what I liked and I left the rest. But and now again, you're like, oh, <laughs> it's like how are we? How are we platforming? And I'm sorry, yeah. but in a capitalist society, everything you consume is related to a dollar amount that somebody is receiving for your consumption. So who are you voting for your, with your dollars for?
0: Exactly. And that's so, so true, especially in a world where there's so much market saturation for products, Mm -hmm. right? Like, like it's not hard to find a good anything. So you should really, if you have the capacity, look into the brands and the ethos of those brands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about that. Okay. So what Goop has mainly faced the biggest criticism for is overpriced items and um, pseudoscience. I actually, this might be a controversial statement. I don't actually care if people overprice things. I genuinely (laughs) don't because as somebody who has a product-based business, people will pay like the market value dictates whether Whether if people are buying your product, like it's, it's actually priced appropriately. Even if other people don't like the price. Totally. So you can say like, Hey, this is super overpriced what you're selling, but they are making multi million millions of dollars off of selling that stuff. So evidently it is actually perfectly priced for their audience. I can tell you
1: having worked in inventory management for very, very large corporations, including, and not limited to Lululemon that it, price is very, very, very contextual. And very totally. often you can walk into a store and you know, you're getting a great deal on something. You could very well be paying far less than it costs to make whatever it is that you're purchasing. It doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't mean anything other than that's just what the markets decided it's going to pay for that. So if totally you have three hundred dollars on a jade egg, I literally made that money up. I have no idea, they're but three hundred dollars. But yeah, but yeah. what? But if yeah. it
0: was and somebody bought it, yeah. that means that's the right price for that jade egg. Totally. So I actually, for the whole like for all the criticism for overpriced um, stuff, I actually am like, you know what? To each their own, and they're a business and they're making money and they're not yeah. hurting people by overpricing if. They're not making claims. Which right. They have. If they're if you are not making a claim that is going to be taking advantage of somebody, then pr- charge what you want. It's well, the advantage part that is where it gets gray.
1: Yeah. And I think also that's where it gets into like what the market will bear versus like predatory capitalism. Totally, which are like, intertwined.
0: <laughs> they they are, and it's it's complex, and I think yeah. it's really important to highlight that none of this. When you read articles on these things, everything is made very black and white. Yeah. Um. And it's never black and white. It never is. It really is. Which isn't. is literally the whole
1: point. That's our ethos for being here. Totally.
0: So if you go to their website, they have different categories. Uh. It's 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 a lifestyle brand, self described. They have food. They have recipes. There's an entire detox section in the recipes. That's a topic for another day because, you have um you have kidneys, you have a liver, and you detox all the time if those organs work. Um, (laughs) If they don't work, that's a different situation. And There's like dialysis machines for you. Um, They have a shop, they have beauty, lifestyle, travel, wellness. Okay. So very like generic, any sort of blog topics. Um, Problematic things. So I'm not going to talk about vaginal steaming because this is actually something that was really blown up. It was a basically a one-liner that Gwyneth um, blogged saying she had gone to this spa in LA. They do this vaginal steaming process. It's amazing. And it cleans out your uterus, which it doesn't because your uterus cleans itself out when you have... You, like through like literally discharge <laughs>
1: and your period and literally so, every month your uterus just has a clean slate. it just your so, assuming you're having a cycle.
0: So but, I do but, think there was a little bit of a witch hunt that happened in how much they made this sound like this big thing. It's like one sentence from a blog.
1: Well, and also like, I think this also comes back to, and I don't know, cause I don't know very much about it, but is this something like, if it's not hurting anybody, like it, you know, it's one thing mm-hmm. if you're going on a really restrictive juice cleanse to detox your body and it's yeah, and actually people are... really bad for you, but like, yeah. I don't know, sitting on a steam pot for your badge doesn't sound. Well, I mean, I, mean... I, feel like I might enjoy it. I don't know. It sounds Well, and fun. Fun. here's the
0: thing you could, <laughs> this is where context gets tricky. She names the spa. So right. was she incentivized to name the spa? Does right. she have any financial ties to the spa? Right. Does the spa sell Goop products? Do, there, you could go down a whole rabbit right. hole. I actually think yeah. it's more problematic that she promoted a specific venue for something than the thing itself. Than the thing
1: itself, yeah.
0: Um, and there is, of course, a case of somebody getting second degree, um, like, vulva burns from overdoing a self-DIY steam. But you're going to get people, like, I have worked in the hospital. Hospital for a long time, you get people who can like really hurt themselves very creatively. And I, d- there's outliers everywhere, folks. <laughs> okay. Jade eggs. Let's you heard it. of the jade egg. What do you, what did you hear about the jade?
1: Eggs? So, okay. So I know nothing of this context. All okay. I know are actual. <laughs> Like medical tools that people use to support pelvic floor issues, mm-hmm. which I know is not what this is, but in my head, mm-hmm. the two have become conflated. And so I'm like, oh yeah, that's the thing. It's fine. But mm-hmm. I don't actually, I, I literally know actual, no things.
0: <laughs> it's such a valuable lesson to just say, I don't know. <laughs> um, so initially this is actually really interesting. So last week when I was on their website, like my, I can't even tell you the ads that are now coming up through my algorithms after this week of looking <laughs> cookies, st- decline ste- cookies, decline de- cookies, decline cookies, <laughs> vaginal steaming and jade eggs. But here the we are. The internet
1: thinks you have a real problem with your vajayjay.
0: The internet thinks that I want more disinformation because that is evidently the algorithm that I've fed into. But so interestingly, last week they were up on the website. I went today to just verify that like literally one egg came per because I wrote the cost down and was like, oh, I assume that's one egg. I'm just going to go check. They are off the Goop website as a Ah,
1: interesting. Now, having said
0: that, the product description did change. So in 2018 was like the year that um, there was essentially an advisory, like an advertising advisory council that went to town on the Goop website and wrote up like a huge amount of complaints. This is in California. Um, and they found issue with 50 separate articles within the Goop website that made false claims. Um, so the initial ad, which I can't verify the direct wording of because it's no longer like it's, it's taken down and I couldn't find the original copy, but the initial claims were that the jade egg um, balances hormones, regulates your menstrual cycle. Um, $66 was the cost, I believe for one egg And this is going to be, this is the description that was on the website last week. Yoni eggs, harness the PS, Yoni eggs. This is um, very much mudding lines of cultural appropriation because this is, yes, which is something that Goop does a lot. And so they kind of. Um, take advantage of uh, when people dispute them being like, look, this is a traditional Chinese medicine practice, or this is a traditional Eastern medicine. This is a verdict. This is, yeah. Yeah. So therefore we can't um, like, you're basically racist by um, calling us out by calling us out a group of white people on. Yeah. So (laughs) very, very much a lot of cultural appropriation here and bypassing but anyways so the website yoni eggs harness the power of energy work crystal healing and kegel like physical practice note the like they're not saying they're not kegels Kegels. (laughs) correct insert the egg into your vagina and feel the connection with your body by squeezing and releasing the egg um, you can also do that if you legitimately have pelvic floor problems, there are physiotherapists who this actually is the, specialize in this. This is my, this is my personal one.
1: experience. I went and saw a yeah. pelvic floor physio after I had my daughter. And so this is the context in my head that becomes conflated because I'm yeah. like, Oh yeah, we used some tools. It was very helpful yeah. with Which a, is with a professional licensed yeah. professional with a licensed this professional. Is not what this is.
0: So they did add it, cleaning instructions to the eggs. Um, And my favorite part though, is then it says, um, you know, clean it, blah, 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 when you're done. And then it says, keep it on or in a space that is sacred to you or has good vibes. So let's bring in some good vibes to your vaginal egg.
1: Don't leave your vaginal (sighs) egg somewhere with bad vibes. It will pick up on it and then you'll put bad vibes in your vagina and nobody wants that.
0: So these eggs go up on the website. They're 66 bucks each. The gynecologists are not happy. (laughs) (laughs) The gynecologists are like, whoa, this is like, folks, if you have pelvic hey, now. floor problems, you absolutely need to get them addressed. There are professionals. Um, initially, the listing suggested, the product listing suggested sleeping with them in. And there's a uh, American uh, what? gynecologist what? named Jen, Dr. <sighs> Jennifer Gunther, who- Oh, I love her. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, she's great. So she her thing was like, look, the pelvic floor is a muscle leaving it something like a weight in your vagina on your pelvic floor for an extended period of time is like carrying around dumbbells in a partial biceps curl be tell it be being somebody who regularly lifts weights i'm just gonna go ahead and tell you that is a bad plan and she's like it doesn't make sense like you would never do that to your biceps why in god's name would you do that to your pelvic floor so the gynecologists are weighing in and they're like oh jesus This is terrible. Like, and then they point out hey, jade stones are actually quite porous. (gasps) So there's actually a huge concern about um, toxic socks. Toxic sock toxic shock syndrome. This one's gonna be my question
1: is how bacterial I know, vaginosis.
0: Of course, I, I, like,
1: I like pretty rocks, but I know some of them you gotta be a little more gentle with than others because they're all rocks and
0: they're all mm-hmm. different. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So so big risk, not a big risk, but definitely a hey FYI. And the thing that, like as a healthcare professional, I've totally seen people with toxic shock syndrome. It's absolutely a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you need to know what you're looking for. And usually it's somebody who's left a tampon in is the like not to be I, look, no, pleasant, I, but like, I, this is what happens. It's absolutely I was a thing.
1: terrorized with the concept of it from like yeah. the very first time I ever tried a tampon as like a,
0: as like a teenager. Cause I was yeah. like, it's not super common. It doesn't really happen. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't know what the stats are. I work in adult ICU. It, we don't see them often in adult ICU, <laughs> but the thing is, is that if you put a rock in there and then you take out the source, but you're still really sick, like it's hard to know what caused it mm-hmm. anyways. So not a good idea. There's also absolutely zero evidence to support any of these claims. Um, and in 2019, they are made to pay $145,000 in civil penalties, which is absolutely sweet fuck all when you're a multimillion dollar company. They're like, I sure. didn't, I didn't realize there
1: was any sort of legal actual ramifications in the though, state so of California state Wait, of california how, it's that's yeah. very california
0: it's very california is she
1: in like is that was it just that california decided to go after her or is she there i assume she's there. this Doesn't so i live in hollywood
0: yeah so she's <laughs> goop headquarters is in california i believe yeah. um and the um advertising agency or the um advisory group is in california so they probably just Got it. went through the, the yeah. legal system so they do offer refunds and um for the project and for you know the vaginal eggs and they changed the wording on their website and now that is gone completely <laughs> so now Definitely. the wording is nothing the, now the wording is it's not there it's funny though because like the link is there but you just get a 404 error code
1: uh uh uh-huh. interesting which is
0: funny because it's like they took it down but they d- it's a dead link so right i'm sorry they should they it's a big company your it guy really <laughs> could have
1: <laughs> done a better there, job of- there really should be somebody on that
0: <laughs> yeah um, okay. So that's the jade egg. So uh, next we go to coffee enemas. Uh, and this was like a popular thing, not just with goop. So let's this not was a very blame much a,
1: a popular for this. culture thing.
0: This yeah. was a thing. So the concept is that you have toxins that build up in your colon and you should flush it out periodically, which you do. When you poop, Every time you poop. And yes, Absolutely. for sure, there are people who have
1: digestive issues who 100%. that is not working well. But just like with your vagina, go see a professional then.
0: Well, and like doing an enema at home is, I, I can't think of, a, I just don't think that's like a standard for people. Like we do, we do that in the hospital for right. sure. Again, but like,
1: under medical like supervision. risks. You
0: can perforate your rectum. You uh, can like, there's all sorts of things you can do. Um, that's terrible. Yeah. So the thing I find so incredibly ironic about this is this is a group that touts so much about how our bodies know what to do. <laughs> right. My uh-huh. immune system knows what yep. to do. Totally. My bot, our bot, we need to listen totally. to our bodies more. Our bodies know how to handle this. They're so intelligent. Our bodies are so intelligent. And I'm not playing to because use a
1: Jade egg and a coffee enema and a detox Bingo. and uh yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never thought about it like that, but you're totally right.
0: It just, it, to me, it's just so mind blowing. It's like, yeah, our bodies are awesome at doing things. Like our bodies really are phenomenal. Like it's really cool. Like I, I was going to tell a story, but it's gross and long, and I'm not going to. But anyways, like I had a. <laughs> there are a lot of anyone a lot ever conversations? created a baby in their body realizes our yeah. bodies
1: can do some crazy cool stuff.
0: We can do cool things. Anyways, I just find it really hilarious that apparently um, we can't clean out our colon right. independently. Um, So I'm really excited to tell you the name of the coffee enema device. Oh, yes. No. I mean, no, but Do you want me to tell you or do you want me to put it in the chat and you can read it yourself? Oh, put it in the chat. I hate you. I love you. Okay. (laughs) So I just like, you know, when you open it, you click on a link and you're like, no, you know.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Oh, command V. There we go. (laughs)
1: stop it true mm. implant <laughs> the
0: implant Stop it! stop just, it it's never not gonna be it's like poo jokes are always funny and like oh. this is a really good poo joke oh, wow. so wow. interestingly enough they coffee enemas i don't know what was suggested on their website previously what is there now is a highly problematic article about, um, for people who know what they're talking about, like, um, they dance around because obviously shoving a tube up your rectum is not a zero risk procedure. Right. So it's like for people who know what they're talking about, here's how you do this thing. And the doctor they have doing it also is a guy who has an entire like focus on adrenal fatigue, which is unequivocally, not actually a thing. Like there is no, I'm sorry, everybody. There is no such thing as adrenal fatigue. There is adrenal insufficiency, which is actually a life threatening condition. Uh, your adrenal glands are not tired. You can run into problems. My whole
1: body is tired.
0: (laughs) Of course it is. Which is why they, which is why they all say you have adrenal insufficiency. And that's why adrenal fatigue, adrenal insufficiency is like a, like I said, it's a, that is a, yeah, yeah. 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 You, yeah. You have no blood pressure. You're like, you are rip roaring sick. Um, you can have uh, issues with your adrenal glands. If you're on like high dose steroids, that's why you taper them because right. you're, they like won't make cortisol because they get a little lazy and anyways, but there's no such, sorry folks. And I feel like we'll do a whole episode on this. Cause I, it's I like, know. I feel like you're blowing my mind right now. I feel like I feel like, I feel like I'm that's sorry. something I thought was real. It's, it's such a load of shit. Your adrenals are not a tired. load of shit. Maybe I should do a coffee enema. <laughs> I know. But anyways, this doctor is just super bogus, right? Um, the disclaimer on the. Um, Implantorama website. So they don't actually sell it through Goop. They just link to it. I 100% guarantee that would be an affiliate or link. Or an
1: affiliate link. 100%.
0: Yeah, there's 100% like zero doubt in my mind. It's not a disclosed affiliate link, which by the way is illegal, but I believe there's no way. Like there At has to be something
1: somewhere in the fine print of the website that's like any link is an affiliate link. The
0: end. Totally. <laughs> some, or some of these links may have. Yeah, there's going right. to be something right. somewhere because they're not dumb people. Um, right. So the disclaimer from Implantorama oh is God. disclaimer. All statements made by third parties are not a reflection of any claim or statement of the owner of this website. And then there's a list of third party articles directly talking about coffee enemas and their products.
1: Uh-huh. Right. So um I yeah. just can't. I keep reading two of which of those I have to oh, close the chat. <laughs> it's so think, bad. I
0: can't. Two of those articles <laughs> are actually directly goop articles too. So there's 100% some financial ties there. Right. But I just love that it's like, hey, third party stuff has nothing to do with us. But the third party is like, using- hey, come and check this
1: out. And they're like, hey, no third party stuff is ours. It's just like this constant nothing symbiotic third party is one ours. cancels each
0: other out constantly. Totally. Yeah. But here's a list of third party articles that directly refer to our product. Right. And make claims about our product, but none of these statements are actually us. They are, and we're not responsible for them because it's the third parties. Right. It's actually really, really quite. I like, I'm taking notes. This <laughs> is very clever. I, I mean, I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> so the gist of it is like, um, if you want to clean out your colon, you can like drink some coffee and poop. Like the end.
1: Good news. I Good start out. almost every morning cleaning out my colon.
0: <laughs> Me too. As you should. Hey man, poop's important. It really is. Big yeah. problems happen if you don't poop. Um, The next one we're gonna talk about here is the wellness stickers. Um,
1: okay. The reason that I said I thought this wasn't the one is because I'm like, no, that's definitely just something she made up. That's not just too bad.
0: It's so stupid. (laughs) I know my
1: kid, I feel like something my kid would be into. She'd stick them on everything. She loves stickers.
0: (laughs) Okay, back in the chat. I'm gonna put the wellness sticker. Um this is the copy product copy from their website. Uh,
1: The concept, human bodies. (sighs) Operate in an ideal energetic frequency. <clears throat> just give me a second.
0: I know you're like, this is such <laughs> bullshit already. I can't. Okay, but everyday no. stresses and
1: anxiety can throw off our internal balance. I mean, true, not our energetic. Fr- okay, I'm, I gotta stop. Yeah, just,
0: just this. read it verbatim. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so De- hard. Just, just suck it up and read it.
1: Depleting our energy reserves. I just have to put on my reader voice and weakening our immune systems, body vibes. <laughs> Ah, it's so hard (laughs) body vibe stickers (laughs) come pre-programmed to an ideal frequency i'm sorry allowing them to target imbalances while you're wearing them close to your heart on your left shoulder or arm they'll fill in the deficiencies in your reserves creating a calming effect soothing out both physical tension and anxiety the founders both estheticians also say they help clear skin by reducing inflammation and boosting cell turnover. What does boosting cell turnover mean? What okay, okay so
0: mean? okay, so boosting, so increasing cell turnover is actually, a, that is legitimately a thing, has nothing to do with this product, but if you use like a retinol. <laughs> it's not
1: a thing, wellness sticker no, going to do no, for no.
0: me. <laughs> Now, because, this is because they're estheticians. So something, so products like vitamin A derivatives, like retinol, uh-huh. um, that's how they make your skin look awesome. Is they increase cell turnover. So you're, you're constantly having like fresh skin, fresh basically new
1: totally. cells, and it has up.
0: nothing to do. It, you have to like obviously topically apply that over an area. It doesn't have your left, a sticker in your left arm isn't going to increase your cell turnover turnover on your face. Um, I'm gonna there's a PS. There's a postscript to this. I'm
1: you you I mean you lost me with the first sentence but you really lost me in like so this is supposed to help me with my anxiety but it was created by people who do skincare
0: I just yeah. don't I'm oh just it, let's talk about it first though I need to show you separately the the it so this so the the product copy has this that what you just read yeah. um very succinctly without any mocking tone and then the- There's this is this is the postscript to it. Oh, perfect. (laughs) P.S. Literally says P.S. It actually says postscript. It it
1: leaving them on for the prescribed three day period left a few Goop staffers with marks on their skin. So be careful to stick them somewhere concealable if you've got an event coming up. (laughs) It's like. We- it literally is like the cheap dollar store sticker when my kid like sticks it on my wood floor the and tattoo. I, I think it's like the <laughs> tattoo,
0: and then like you're trying to get it off, and it leaves a rash, and then they're like scratching, and yeah, and you're like, oh, that was so much fun for the time you had the tattoo that was on. The and-
1: worst birthday party ever. They sent you home with those in your goodie bag, yeah. kiddo.
0: So these stickers get even better. So the original Stop copy. Stop it. This so this is the updated copy. The original copy included the this is a quote included that they were quote made with the same conductive carbon material nasa uses to line no. space shoots no. so they can monitor an astronaut's vitals during wear and no quote. no don't no. worry a journalist has spoken to a nasa scientist <laughs> And uh, who, of course, denied that any conductive carbon material lining is in their spacesuits. So like, this material isn't even in in, in spacesuits. First of all, that part isn't even true. Yeah, yeah. So so they literally said, hey, we use the same material as NASA spacesuits. And NASA's like, no, you don't. We don't actually use that material in spacesuits. (laughs) And then the NASA scientist goes on to say that this is a load of BS. That is his direct (laughs) statement to the public. We've this, got a PS, we've got BS, we've got it all. He's like, he couldn't even put together a like S-sing. professional <laughs> reply because it was such shit. So I mean, this is the thing. So when you when you overprice things, I personally don't care. Charge whatever you want. Have at her. But if you when are you're somebody telling me if you are somebody who is at home feeling off.
1: Mm-hmm. overwhelmed, anxious, overwhelmed, nobody feeling, ever feels like that right now, feeling
0: both physical tension and anxiety. And you're looking uh-huh. for a calming effect. Yep. I have to be honest with you. When I knew that I had experienced trauma working in the ICU during COVID. And I knew that I needed help for that. My first thought was of course, like, how can I avoid just getting like, it's like, even like, my logical brain was like, okay, I need a professional help me with this. But it was like, what's the easiest, what's the easier way to do this? Rex. I'm going to go for a walk, I'm going to go meditate, blah blah blah. All these things help, but like they don't replace professional help. So if I'm somebody and I'm somebody who had can write these things off with my benefits, mm-hmm. I am somebody who actually genuinely access me,
1: and financial And I
0: actually don't feel shame yeah. in going to a therapist or having anybody else. Like I don't think ill of anybody. I think good for you when people go to therapists and talk to them. I actually get it.
1: excited. I'm like the, not only am I not judging you. I am judging you actually in the best possible the way. The best possible way. But
0: for me, booking appointments just seems like so much work. <laughs> yep. Totally. Like actually, like actually yep. physically Especially going Especially if I have to call, if I have to call it's I'm just and, not doing it. And I've got a, I'm going to do a, a phone appointment. I need to make sure my kids aren't home, blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyways. Right. right? Like yeah. it's just, so if you are somebody who's not like super into therapy, like I am, and I'm finding reasons to delay booking a therapy yeah. appointment and I love therapy and I think it's awesome. And you see a sticker. I did not price check the stickers. I'm sure they're expensive. Well, whatever price they are, they're
1: too expensive for you. They're too
0: expensive (laughs) because they're actually not made of NASA spacesuit material. (laughs) Um, which was the only sort of scrap of validity they kind of had going into it. But if this is where I think people get taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work, then it's like, well, did you place it near your heart on your arm? And you're like, well, my arm's actually separate from my like chest did you leave it on long enough though but not too long because you're gonna leave a mark on your like arm
1: right Right.
0: maybe you didn't get the right pre-programmed ideal frequency for your body oh my god can we talk for a second about (laughs) pre-pro like body free i don't (laughs) doubt that like and this is where overused um dumbing down of quantum physics is Mm. such a fucking thorn in my side because quantum physics is legitimately a field, but if you and, talk. And it's crazy cool, actually. It's super cool. Yeah. And like, this is like where people look at like um, atomic structures and like, like specific frequencies for, for things. And I don't doubt, I don't, I'm not going to pretend for a second. I know any more about quantum physics than that, but I do know that um, there's a lot of um, data out there to say that when people ask quantum physicists about, um, <laughs> aligning vibrations and how that helps with mental health. They like literally blink and stare at you because you're actually not speaking in quantum physics terms. Right. Right. So I think, and quantum physics is also just a completely its own topic because it is an area that has been so heavily hijacked within mm-hmm. the wellness world, because you can sound super. And Joe Dispenza does this like mm-hmm. yeah. really in my op- in my mind, he does it really well if in the sense that he can um, really make people think that he knows what he's talking about and if you but but yet if you have a quantum physicist listen to what he's talking about they're like this guy is complete and utter horseshit (laughs) um and I think the thing with quantum physics is it's such a niche area that very few people actually understand quantum physics even if you look into
1: it you still can't really make heads or tails of it because it's so complex
0: well, like a regular, like a physicist for, for, who doesn't like specialize in like, quantum physics, right. doesn't understand <laughs> the nuances of quantum physics. Right. There's so many um, sciencey words, and there's so many things that you can say bullshit with these words that sound really high tech, and they mean nothing because you're actually, you don't know what you're talking about. But if you don't know what you're, don't if you're not familiar and you're just looking for real sources, I'm using very emphatic air quotes, then- you're going to think that that's true. And now you're following some scientific method. Right. So and, this and is what ultimately, this a of lot of people into. are
1: looking for that validity, right? It's like mm-hmm. there is scientific validation behind what I want to believe or what I'm being told. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is just another total mystery because they've this is a group that <laughs> has spent so much time and effort um, trying to negate all forms of science over right. the last two years. Um, speaking of negating science, so there's a goop, uh, Netflix show. It is called, actually it's called the goop lab. Speaking of using terms to make things sound more scientific. <laughs> lab
1: could mean anything. You just think it means science. So it sounds good. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and so it's six episodes. It's actually a Netflix series. So it's, it was put together by Netflix, which if you watch anything on Netflix, like they produce phenomenally.
1: Netflix they knows do how a, to throw a lot of good money at stuff and make things look oh, great.
0: Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Like I think can think of so many series they've done, and they really they produce high quality stuff. Yeah. And this is well edited, good music choices. Like they've really succinctly, they have from a production perspective, they nailed it, which makes it look more valid than it is. Right. Okay. Um, it's something though that I feel like public health needs to be like, okay, this is what people are actually listening to. Right. How can we we make public health look like this? Yeah. 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 Good lighting. Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, (laughs) good lighting, the right famous people, good music done. There's so many red flags. So like they have like a physician and they literally say Dr. So-and-so physician, doesn't say what kind of physician <laughs> doesn't say like, are definitely they a-, a doctor? You're like, is it a, a doctor dentist? philosophy though? Totally. Like, <laughs> yeah. are you an yeah. academic doctor? It's yeah. Are so, you like a veterinarian, okay. <laughs> they also use the term case study, which if you've ever seen an actual case study, like these are very in-depth. These are academic documents. This is like a, there's all sorts of checks and balances. Um, but they use case study. And the one thing that really um, stood out to me from a like a methodology standpoint, and I am not an expert in methodology at all, but what really, let me just say, okay, I should say what stood out to me was the lack of context for these case studies. So they say she goes to NYU to do a study. And I think it's important to note if you're going to do a study at NYU or any sort of um, academic center, there's gonna be a controlled environment because, um, there's controls because they're studying it. So if you're actually part of a valid study, there's safety measures, there's controls, there's different things that like, if you go outside of the controls, you're not in the study anymore because they have to try and have some sort of um, consistency in order to compare outcomes, right? So none of this is discussed. And then she's just like, "Oh, I did use these psychedelics in this controlled study, um, and I had this life-changing experience." Now they pan to a Jamaican retreat where they use they're <laughs> doing psychedelics, and you're and like, it's like, "Hey, that's different. These are not the same things."
1: Right, right. It's like <laughs> it's like talking about use of like MDMA to treat clinical depression, and then yeah. like going to a rave, rave. In like the UK, totally, yeah,
0: <laughs> and then dying from dehydration. Right. Right. Yeah, right. so. And what's really worth noting is that through this entire six part, I don't, I'm not even going to use docu-series. It's like a TV show. S- series. We series. It's say a series. series. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is there for the sit-down interviews. She does not participate. Interesting. She does not go to Jamaica. Her team members, she mm-hmm. sends team members to go and have their psychedelics. She's no dummy. <laughs> She's not participating. And I, to me, that really stood out. They do an episode with Iceman. Who's like a guy who basically, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know where he lost me. So this guy, I don't know a ton about, I've heard about him, but basically he, um, really firmly believes that, uh, that being in cold water and doing breathing techniques can really help with your fight or flight response. And what he's actually doing though, is that if you hold your breath, you will slow down your heart. It's a fact. Like you can do it right now, unless you're beta blocked or you have a pacemaker, actually, no, even if you're beta blocked, it's even worse, but if you have a pacemaker and it's going to like go on a schedule, like make the pace, whether you, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how people pass out. It's a vasovagal response, right? You increase your intrathoracic pressure. It pushes on the heart. Like this is like a physiological thing. It's he's not solving life's mystery. Like this is a known physiological response. And there's actually types of breathing where they get you to hold your breath and you can reset fast heart rates sometimes for some people, please don't like you, you please just don't, but you can, you, you like, yeah. you. I feel like breath
1: work is a little bit like meditation. Like there absolutely. is quite a bit of evidence that like for when sure. done appropriately, it can be very beneficial and helpful for the body. Right. And the
0: brain. Where he lost me was when he's like, the body needs to be alkaline. And I was like, no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, in ICU, literally what we do is keep people in a targeted pH. That's how, because you, your cells, you're, you live in a targeted pH and that's how your cells hold on to oxygen so that you can use it. And they let you like this, you have to be in a normal range to function physiologically. Right. So shifting your normal range. Now, having said that, if you're going to make yourself alkalotic or acidotic it's safer to make yourself alkalotic than acidotic
1: however your ideal range is actually somewhere in the middle
0: it's just and your body just does it that's what your kidneys do your lungs do that like this is just how homeostasis occurs so he lost me there um and then the example there drove me nuts too, because this this guy who had guillain syndrome, which is, uh, it's, they always make guillain sound like a super rare condition. Like it's really like not unexpected to see. I it's usually a result read, from viruses. Like, uh, yeah, I read it's one of those things that actually shows up in a ton of people. It just doesn't always
1: flare into something that's a problem. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, like you can stop breathing because of it if you don't pick it up in time and whatnot, yeah. but they end up saying like, Hey, this guy had, Um, Giambari syndrome, it's a super rare and it was life-threatening, and the doctor said he might never walk again, blah, blah, blah. And then he started doing this breathing technique. And I was like, Hold the phone. This guy was clearly not in an intensive care environment. He was talks about talking to his family. So he doesn't have a breathing tube in. His lungs are not impaired. Like, and when you look at degree of illness, if you are somebody who is able to get yourself to a hospital and not need a breathing tube, like you are not on in the trajectory of how sick you are, you're like maybe he's somewhere in the middle. He's not right. all the way. He over. he
1: could still be ill, but he's not, you know, oh, he's on super sick. doorstep.
0: Yeah. And they don't yeah. mention what other therapy he had because right. I guarantee tea that he didn't just breathe differently and then and all then of a everything, sudden. Everything, right, right? like he probably had immunoglobulin therapy. He probably had like conventional therapy for this well-known condition. And he got better. And that's fantastic that he got better, but he there is zero mention of any of the ways he got better other than this breathing technique. Right. And that's problematic.
1: Well, because then it becomes correlation versus causation, right? Like.
0: Totally. Yeah. Totally. And then, cause it also becomes like, doctors don't want you to get better. Right. Right. Which is just like, you, like really all of these people are monsters who want you to be sick forever. Because capitalism. <laughs> also worth noting is that throughout the series, there are six episodes and in three of them, um, Gwyneth mentions at some point that she's on. Now, I don't know if this is because they stack their filming. Right. But in three of them, she mentions that she, um, is on a cleanse or something and feels really lightheaded and feel like, but she says she's very funny, like she's quite jokey and she's like, she's like, oh, you want me to do pushups? Like I could barely walk here. I'm on day three of a cleanse. Like she mentions it like that, right? But there is a lot of underlying disordered eating that kind of came out with Gwyneth Paltrow's conversations. And like I said, she could have been on a cleanse when she filmed and they could have just had her change outfits, sit right. on the couch and like,
1: she's on day three of the same cleanse for each of those videos or, because
0: they, yeah. they stacked all the, films. that's
1: Cause that's how that's how we do when we record things. Totally we know right. that now because we're professional recorders.
0: <laughs> yeah, except for we don't stack because we're never organized enough to actually we research. Want to though we try. Yeah, it's to. just hard to do that much research in one period of time. Do you know what I mean? Like I need the week in between. Anyways, so so I don't want to make it sound like she is always on a cleanse. She very well all of the content could have been filmed right at the same time. But the fact that it made the edits. On three separate occasions.
1: Right. And I mean, if you're watching that all at the same time, it's not a great look, right? It's not a great
0: look. Yeah. Um, I will also give credit. They have an entire episode about female orgasms and sexuality. And I thought that was fantastic, yeah. super yeah. good. And they actually have another show that I didn't watch about sex. And I can't say if it's problematic or not because I didn't watch it, but they do actually, there is a very much a theme of female sexuality, um, in a really healthy, positive way through group. So definitely shout out for that. Awesome. Um, and uh, then there's an episode of the chiropractor, which always makes my eyes roll so far into the back of my head. And he talks about quantum physics and it's ridiculous. Um, because he's not a quantum physicist. He is a chiropractor. Um, and I think the thing that really bugs me, and this is a great topic to discuss at some point separately, is it really um and s- takes things that are complementary medicine and makes them into alternative medicine. Right. And there's a big difference. Like complementary is fantastic this that's is, this using is our all your whole ethos. Right? Totally.
1: This is like use the Advil, use the essential oils, use the Cairo, use, chiro, oh use my God. the if meditation. it's not hurting
0: anything at yeah. all the things. Yeah. But when you look at it as using it as an alternative for,
1: it's either this or this. You can't possibly both go to the doctor and go to yeah. the chiropractor. You do one or the other. The that's end where we get. Ever. Yeah.
0: That's where we get problematic in my mind. Um and that's kind of that's kind of goop. There's one funny note. So one of the things that Gwyneth gets, um, and the goop gets really burned for is how expensive, like if they want a smoothie, it's like Gwyneth's well, $200 smoothie because all the components <laughs> are really expensive. So they did in 2015, um, Gwyneth and the goop staff participated in a food stamp challenge oh. to demonstrate that their readers could abide by the dietary recommendations despite living on food stamps. And it lasted for four days. So no, you can't. (laughs) If you were mid cleanse, you probably (laughs) could. (laughs) If you were
1: fasting. It's a whole, we have, we, there's a whole episode around that for sure in the, pipe.
0: totally. Um, yeah. so the sunscreen video is when the dermatologist came after her. I'm not going to put it in the chat because honestly it's she, something she did. And it's like, she literally is like, sunscreen's really harmful. I like mineral sunscreens cause they're better. And I'm like, well, they have evidence actually to say that chemical sunscreens are actually super bad is pretty poor. And a, it's not great evidence. Like. Like a lot of the claims that, that make chemicals sunscreen into this villain are like actually kind of blown up and not super great, but putting that aside, she like dabs it on her cheekbones and her nose and is like, wherever the sun hits my face, I put sunscreen. And the dermatologists were like, no, (laughs) 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 and they lost it. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that's not accurate, but I don't think, okay, sure. (laughs) I can see how if you were a dermatologist and your whole life surrounds like protecting skin, you would be outraged and horrified. I just wear my sunscreen and I don't find it too problematic. Um, Also kind of funny is this, one of the serums in the same video, she's like showing her morning routine is how it came up. And she's like, I like this serum. And I Googled it and it's like a $255 US skin (laughs) serum. But I think this is where we wrap it up to her context she grew up with Steven Steven Spielberg babysitting her on Saturdays (laughs) like of (laughs) course right and she's described when people criticize her for the cost of things she's like these are things that are aspirational and honestly I genuinely just don't think she 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 doesn't have context
1: to understand that, that. right right no so, and, and I mean, again, if we're coming back to the ethos of that first thing that you sent me, like, I'm just recommending things I love. Sorry that it's $300. That's what I use,
0: though. You asked me what I use, and that's what I yeah. use. So, you and know, to her credit, like, I'm sure that if you are a millionaire, you uh, use more I mean, expensive products than right. people who aren't millionaires. <laughs> and then when people ask you what products you use, You can't be like, I use this thing from Walgreens. (sighs) Sea knives, apricot scrub. Like you, it's just.
1: Right, right. So
0: it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And I, like I said, I don't have a problem with the cost. I think it just ties into her upbringing and the fact that like her mom was super using super expensive stuff. And so she grew up using expensive stuff and she's not lying. Like at least she's honestly saying, these are the things I use. right. Um, It's not
1: like when you see like in like a, like gossip mag, like what's in my purse. I definitely have these drugstore wipes. And you're like, okay, Kylie Jenner. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) You super don't.
0: And really one tidbit that I just found hilarious to wrap us all up here is that, um, in several places, it talks about how she smokes.
1: Really?
0: And I don't want to make fun of smokers. because No, it is you know what? Again, addiction, like, and but
1: good for her for being real. I mean, I guess you could do a pretty good job of pretending that didn't exist if you really wanted to. She described it as her, it. like,
0: treat that, like, once a week on a Saturday, she has a cigarette and she's trying to cut down. But you know what? Like, that's how people treat alcohol. That's how people treat, you know... Like, but to go on a little bit of a chemical scum, is terrible for you. And also, I'm on day three <laughs>
1: of a cleanse. But then once I on cleanse, of a cleanse done, I'm but gonna- I'll have
0: my cigarette on Saturday. It's just <laughs> here's the thing: you can do all those things, and that's great, and that's fine. But you can't really preach about you. You know, you, There's there's a balance there, and you got to watch your words if you're gonna be. Living a balance, uh, um, but not preaching a balance. Yes, yes.
1: There it is. Let's wrap that up. Living a yeah. balance, but not preaching a balance.
0: So that's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, goop. I not, not that I, pro, not super problematic. Like she had a few good mo- good moments there, but like yep. in the grand scheme of things, I think the degree of harm is quite low. It's really just taking advantage of people financially. But like the Tarbert demographic is not um, underprivileged people. So right.
1: right it's other uh, it's other rich privileged totally
0: yeah I think it's so the harm I actually genuinely think is pretty minimal
1: yeah really interesting Ah, I learned some things today
0: so much for listening to Meet Me in the Middle. We really appreciate your support. And if you could do us a big favor and subscribe and share this podcast, it would mean the world to us.